the following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. All right. Hello, everybody. Dave Canyon here. Are you ready for episode 104? Wow. Okay. Well, listen, I don't want to disappoint. You're ready. I'm ready. And uh, let's do it. I'm in the car. I'm northbound on the New York State Thruway. I'm on my way to work. I did not stay up at, uh, in the fit yes, uh, this morning. I came home. I had to come home. I had a situation. Um, I, um, I try to be very good about my CPAP uh, equipment, and I cleaned uh, the mask of my mini CPAP, although I forgot to put it back in my bag. So uh, I actually... Um, Went to work Tuesday night, and I stayed up in the Rensselaer area uh, Wednesday morning, uh, and I had a, another mask. Uh, it, these, these are all snap-on, snap-off parts, so um, I had uh, the wrong mask uh, for my other CPAP in that bag, which uh, shouldn't be in that bag. It should, should not be in that bag because it's useless. It's, uh, but I was able to use that and get some sleep. Uh, I was able to sort of rig it in a way where it worked, and but I think it leaked way too much air, and I did not have a good sleep uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, and I didn't work out Wednesday, and I didn't work out Thursday. Well, I didn't work out Wednesday. Is today Thursday? I don't even know what this I think today's Thursday, March 7th. Did I work Tuesday? I worked Wednesday. Yeah, so this is Thursday. Right, so I did not work, work out Wednesday or Thursday. So today's Thursday going into Friday. Uh, I got the right mask now. I'm going to uh, stay in the area after work tomorrow. I know this is all Dave's fit life stuff, but Dave's fit life stuff does fit in dumbing it down. Dumbing it down doesn't really fit in Dave's fit life. Not that much, but only a little. So anyway, uh, what was I talking about? I'm talking about my mask. I didn't have the right mask because I cleaned it. I forgot to put it back in the bag. And uh, so I didn't uh, work out and uh, I didn't really sleep. And this morning I came home uh, to retrieve my mask and I stayed home and I got about six hours of sleep, which I do feel better. I don't feel great. I have not woken up feeling great in years. How do you feel when you wake up? How do you feel? By the way, did I thank Alex Exum? He does the, uh, he's the voice you hear at the top of the show. He's the guy that does the intro and out, no, not outro. He does my intro. I don't have an outro. But um, that's Alex Exum. You can check him out at uh, uh, alexexum.com, the, uh, the Exum Experience and live talk with Alex Exum. Every Tuesday, he does a live show um, wherever you are in the world. It's... Uh, it's 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern when I listen to it. And it's one hour. One hour. He does a one-hour show. Um, thank you, Alex. Great job at the top of the show. And he does he does this for a living, the intros, outros. He, he'll do that for you. Just uh, contact him at alexexum.com. Um, so, and uh, I, don't know, I want to say hello to my friends at Mile High. Mile High Radio. MileHIRadio.com. MileHIRadio.com. Thanks to Lynn Brunette for bringing me on to uh, the station, Mile High. I'm now officially syndicated. Uh, I don't know if there's a syndication uh, check-in book, a book where I check in. So, oh, officially, this guy now has joined the syndication ranks, you know. So um, I thought I had to wait five years to be syndicated, but apparently you could be syndicated anytime you want. So there you go. Uh, I was hoping for a big a big bump, you know, from my syndication on Mile High Radio, but apparently uh, Ron Burgundy now has a podcast, and uh, he's taking all my listeners. So, all right, well, there you go. If I'm going to lose listeners to competition, might as well lose it to uh, 
Will Farrell, right? Is that his name? Will Farrell. God bless him. He needs another thing in his life to do. That's comedic and money making. So there you go. Good for him. He's a he's, he's a podcaster now. Ron Burgundy podcast. Good for him. I'm happy. Anyway, so when's the last time you woke up and you felt good? Do you feel good often when you wake up? I don't. I haven't woken up feeling good in years. Years. Every day I wake up, I feel horrible. I really do. I feel bad. I don't. Uh, I don't feel happy. I don't feel joyous. Uh, as much as I try, I don't feel blessed. I don't feel eager. Uh, I. I just don't wake up feeling good. I'm not waking up depressed and angry and uh, sad and ready to cry and ready to put a hole in the wall. Uh, I'm not all that irritable and uh, un, unhospitable or inhospitable, dishospitable, um, any of those uh, anti-words. I'm, I'm none of them. I just, you know, I have a solitary life as a truck driver and in my family life, it's kind of solitary. You know, my wife is usually uh, at work when I wake up because I work nights, she works days. Um, I only have the one child and he's 21, 21 and a half. So he's not, you know, at my, at my feet when I wake up. Uh, my cat is aloof. She does whatever she wants. I no longer have dogs. Um, so they're not waiting for me to go for a walk, which might be nice. You know, I did enjoy walking my dogs. I always enjoyed spending time with them. But like everything else in my life, if, I, if I'm responsible for something, I really, I really dig in. I dig in you know, totally. And um, when I had dogs, that consumed a lot of my life because I, was, I felt responsible. Uh, I took them home. You know, I had two rescue dogs. I took them home, and I, I took my responsibility very responsibly. Uh, I was very accountable for my actions. And uh, I would give them hours of my time. You know, going to the creek when we lived up here. Going to the park when we lived down in the city. You know, uh, finding other dogs for them to play with. I was a very good dog parent. Very good dog parent. Um, I wasn't uh, the greatest disciplinarian of dogs. Uh, and they caused me a lot of heartache <laughs> and grief. Because I would walk them without a leash when they were up here in the woods, and then they run away because they get the scent and they run. And I never learned my lesson. I would spend hours running around screaming my dogs' names into the woods, you know, hours, and they would just cause me a lot of stress. But the truth be told, I caused myself a lot of stress because I was too stupid to keep them both on the leash. And one was way more of a runner than the other. The other one, one, the bigger one, Bobby. Bobby was one of my dogs. He would come back, you know, fifteen minutes to a half an hour. He would come back, but Shiloh. The, the smallest shepherd collie, he'd take off. I wouldn't see him for hours and hours and hours. God knows where he went. Anyway, they're both gone now, but I do take my responsibility very seriously to other human beings, to other living things, I should say. If I had plants, forget about it. I'd, I'd probably, just like my mom, I'd have a super green thumb, you know, especially if I have the time. And what's interesting is I never have the time. I know I, don't, I haven't had time, I guess, since the year of running. And even then, you know... Yeah, since the year I ran, which is always you know, six or seven years ago. I never quite remember how many years ago was the year I ran. And, uh, you know, I did all those half marathons and stuff. Um, I had a job which allowed me to have the time. And uh, the time and the energy. I didn't have a lot of money, but I had time and I had energy. So I'd go to the gym and I worked out. I went to Planet Fitness three, four times a week. It was right around the corner from where I worked. I really totally got my $10 a month worth. I totally did. And uh, I would go home uh, when, I, when I had the time, and I, would, um, I went home every night, but I, when I had the time, you know, comma, I, uh, I would run. I'd go to the Saugerties Reservoir, and I would run 4.62 miles. First, I walked, 
mailbox to mailbox, telephone pole to telephone pole, and then I ran. Uh, and then I started running 5Ks. And uh, I would complete the 5Ks, you know, running the whole way. You know, first I'd walk some of it, then I ran some of it, and then I would run all of it, and then I graduated to, uh, you know, 5K, which is 3.1 miles. And um, by the way, that's metric for you, uh, for those of you who don't know. If you know 5, then you know 3.1. I don't know if that works for everything in the metric world. I really don't know. You know, it's uh, 5 gallons, 3.1 liters. I don't know how that all works. No, that doesn't sound right at all. No, that's not right at all. But anyway, 5 miles is 3, uh, 3.1. 5K is 3.1 miles. So whatever I just said 30 seconds ago, never mind. 5K is 3.1 miles. Yeah, so 5 liters, 5 liters would, three, would be 3 gallons. Because 3.76 liters, I think, is 1 gallon. Not 1 gallon. Uh uh, two liter. Oh no, that's wrong. Yeah, see, I tried. Now I just wasted a whole bunch of your podcasting time. I was trying to do uh, soda uh, numbers here. Uh, I think one gallon is three point seven six liters. Uh, one. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Two liter bottle. Yeah, soda comes in a two liter bottle. It's interesting about Americans that we're okay with soda being in a two liter bottle. Yeah, we don't use the metric system. That's like the only thing that we do. I think that's automatically. Uh, metric, right? As Americans, we don't mind uh, our soda being metric. We don't do coffee metrically. We don't do paint metrically. Everything's still gallons. Milk, right? Everything is still gallons. But for some reason, soda, we've adapted to liters. Why is that? Two liter bottle and a one liter bottle. By the way, one liter bottle is a horrible value. It's never a good value. It's just sometimes you can get flavors in a one liter. You can't get another two liter. This is from a, an ex-soda guy. Really, Dave? You were in soda? Yeah, you, you, you seem to have done every job possible. I have done a lot of jobs, and one day I'll break out the resume. That's going to be a good show. One day, it's probably a two-parter, maybe even three. I'll break out my resume, and we'll discuss all my jobs. Does that sound interesting? I think that sounds interesting to me, to, to hear about all the jobs I've had since, uh, since when? Since I got out of the Navy, including the Navy? Boy, it's a lot of stories. It's a lot of, a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of different jobs. Okay, so anyway, uh, where was I with leaders and all that other stuff? I don't remember what I was talking about. But what I was talking about is um, exercise. Yeah, five, 5K, 3.1 miles. So the year I ran, it was the last year I woke up feeling good. Then I can remember. I actually don't remember waking up and feeling good. But I don't think I woke up and felt this bad. But I was dedicated. And uh, I did enjoy that. And I looked forward to getting back to that as I transitioned into life from work. I don't know when that's going to be. I'm 55 and a half now. So I'm 56 in August of uh, 2019. For those of you who are listening to this in the year 2020, 2025 or whatever. Um, so 56 in August of 2019. Um, I like to work no later than 60. 60. I would like to be transitioned, transitioned into life by then. Why is that a hard word? Probably because I'm exhausted. Um... And I know that this exhaustion this I have, this bad feeling I have, affects me and affects my relationships. I know it does. Um, it's like the princess and the pea, right? The pea, what is that? The, 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 there's a pea at the bottom of the mattress. Was, I don't even really know the story. I could have sworn I saw Sandy Duncan. Or was it Dorothy Hamill? Or somebody did an off-Broadway presentation or whatever of the princess and the pea. That's me. I'm the princess and uh, in my life there's a pea. <laughs> you can take that in so many different ways. But um, 
Yeah, there's always something irritating me. Always something irritating me. Always. And that, yet, if I met you randomly, you know, I hold the door open for you, although nobody holds the door open for me at all. That's a very strange phenomenon. I wish I had a GoPro on my shoulder to see, to show you all the, um, all the different people who run away from me in parking lots and then run into malls and don't hold the door. They don't even look back. Like, how do you not even instinctively turn around and look back? Oh, I'm going through this door. I wonder if somebody's going through this door behind me. So sometimes it's personal, and sometimes I don't take it personal. It's, I just find it interesting that how very rarely anybody holds the door open for me, yet I instinctively go through doors, always turning to my right. So I seem to open the door with my right hand, and then I turn to my right to see if anybody's coming. And I'll stand there for a good 10 seconds, and I'll wait for somebody to walk. And I yell, don't rush, it's okay, take your time. You know, I'm very nice about that. I'm old school, I hold the door open for you. Very rarely does somebody hold the door open for me. And I usually instinctively, uh, immediately text my wife. So you're not going to believe this. I just walked into JCPenney. Somebody closed the door right behind me. Not even, not closed the door behind me, but you know. Either didn't want to make eye contact with me, or was just so inconsiderate. And it, it's so, you know, that they, they just kept on going. And about, it's so, it's, it can't be a coincidence. I'm sure some of you were thinking, no, Dave, that's not you. That's, that's people. I go, I don't know, man. I'm getting a bad vibe from the from the universe, a really bad vibe. But uh, and I know what I look like, and um, I can only imagine. So whatever, I look in the mirror, I know what they see, and I know how uh, ridiculous people can be. Hold on, I'm gonna take a little coffee break here. One second, uh, enjoy a drink. We're 13 minutes in, 14 minutes in. Oh, by the way, my wife and I bought an espresso machine. Nespresso is that that famous one that's on TV? which George Clooney and Danny DeVito, whatever. So I didn't buy it because of the commercial. I bought it because a friend of mine has one, and I really liked uh, the, their coffee when I went to visit them. So, um, and a couple of nights ago, I was in uh, Mawa, New Jersey, and I stopped at the pilot truck stop to get some coffee. And I, they had a creamer. And I'm not a fan of creamers, only because of the little plastic packets. Those are really bad for the environment. It's really bad, you know, these plastic packets. You know, I, I am an environmentalist. Uh, I, I don't do very well at it. Um, I, don't do it I don't do enough at all. I do what I can. I'm very conscious about it, and it bothers me. It bothers me like many things in my life bother me that I'm doing, uh, being so wasteful. But they had this coffee creamer. They usually have French vanilla. They have hazelnut, you know, things like that. Um, they had, let's check this out, this new flavor. It was in an orange, sort of an orangey uh, little you know, packet uh, that the, the creamers come in. You know, like, a, whatever, you know, half and half, that type of thing. Uh, Reese's Pieces chocolate flavor. Reese's Pieces. Can you believe it? They actually take the time. They took the time to somehow formulate. And I like to think it's a special flavor. They've got me so convinced. So I put a couple of my coffee. It was very good. It took like four or five. Because, you know, it's free. It's like chocolate syrup. It's like chocolate milk. Whatever it is, it's Reese's Pieces. And, you know, I'm an American. I, you know, I'm not from another planet, although sometimes I might, it might seem like it. But it was Reese's Pieces. I mean, there's no candy in it. It's, it's just, you know, chocolate flavor. But, oh, my God, I put it in my coffee. It was really good. And I just, I'm drinking that right now. I took extra because it's for free. So it's not really stealing. If you're at a truck stop 
and you see, you know, or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, and you see these creamers and you want some for later, you know, I take I take them. I take four or five, six, put them in my pocket. If somebody says, hey, man, you know, you can't take all those creamers out of the store with you. I'm like, well, I'm, I just bought my coffee from you. I might want some more. I, I can't stand here. I, my truck is outside. I don't know if I might want more creamers. Your coffee is especially hot, sir or madam. So, uh, you know, it's not theft because you're taking a free item. They normally wouldn't charge for it. So there's a good question. Is it theft if it's for free and you're taking it out of the store in your pocket and you're not utilizing it right there? Right? Like an extra spoon, extra straw, napkins. It's free. I took it. Anyway, so I'm having that right now. It's really delicious. I just want you to know. So if you like coffee, I don't know where else you can get this. I just found it at the Pilot Truck Stop, Route 17, Mawa, New Jersey. And uh, if Bobby Guarente is listening from Mile High Radio, you know, um, he's probably the closest to that truck stop. And uh, although, you know, pilot truck stops are all over the United States. So look it up. Pilot, P-A-I-L-O-T. Also, I think they go into Flying J. Flying J truck stops, I think. So, yeah, Reese's Pieces, stronger flavor. It has nothing to do with metric, running 5Ks. It has nothing to do with how I feel. Although it does make me feel good right now. It makes me feel good to talk about it. Uh, so anyway, it has affected me, feeling bad every day. People don't hold the door open to me. That's something totally separate. And really, I started this podcast for a couple of reasons. One, because now that I'm on Mile High Radio, milehiradio.com, milehiradio.com. Thank you, Lynn. Appreciate it. And Bobby. Bobby Guarante. I just love it. I really wish I had that music. I'm sure he's, I don't know if he's Mexican or Hispanic or whatever he is. I only seen a couple of pictures of him, but um, I've never even actually heard his voice. I really should look into some of his broadcasting endeavors. Uh, no, I think I have actually, but I just don't remember. Um, but every time I say Bobby Guarente, I should have that music. Whatever that is, that's that's my horrible rendition of you know Spanish music or Mexican music or really showing my ignorance right now. I'm sure. Anyway, Lynn has no music, but she is music on her own onto herself. So living out there in Vancouver Island hiring the likes of me you know must be a pretty it's either really a great life or a really sad dark you know dank existence you're like alright alright I give in Let's, we'll give this let's give this moron a show we'll give him a slot on our radio station you know like Ugh, probably down to her last scotch or whatever you know, you know two o'clock in the morning she's like alright now she was pretty conscious on the phone when we talked about it she seemed pretty conscious um, that's what I can say about people who support me. They seem pretty conscious. I really don't know. I, I can't vouch for the people who enjoy my show or me at all. I just assume everybody's delirious. Everybody's out of their minds. All right. Uh, but it does affect me, and therefore it affects everything I do, which is have relationships. And that's really how this show started. I have a responsibility now to Mile High Radio. i got to come up with an hour of uh, broadcasting every week for them. Um, and I could give them a half hour old show and a half hour new show and I could do any variation of an hour it doesn't have to be half hour, half hour but in my you know, OCD, you know, dopey head I, I'm thinking how neat it would be to have two half hours right? that's clean, it's clean and neat 40 and 20, that doesn't really work You know, it works, but it doesn't really work for other stations if I should choose to syndicate some more because of course now that I've unraveled you know, I've opened up the uh, syndication um, wormhole or the syndication box of uh, snakes. Uh, what do they call that? You know, Pandora's you know syndication box. 
I now want to be syndicated everywhere. Uh, why not, right? What's what's wrong with me? Why not me? Uh, I'm no Ron Burgundy, you know, but hey, you know, syndication now. So anyway, that's my that's my little revolution. I just had a five-second revolution. Syndication now. That's it. Now it's 10 seconds. So I knew I had to do a show, and uh, I've had a couple experiences lately. Uh, oh, we're 20 minutes in. We should do a breather. Let's do a breather. Maybe I'll feel better, and I won't talk about this, but... Um, Let's do a breather, all right? I actually pre-showed, uh, prepared for my breather. Oh, that's congestion right there. You hear that? All right, jeez. All right, let's do it anyway, whatever. Just because I can't breathe doesn't mean that you can't breathe. Let's do a breather. We'll do a quick breather, and then we'll finish up the show, all right? I don't do commercials. I don't have it. Nobody sponsors me. There's a lot of good reasons to sponsor me. Reese's Pieces could sponsor me for their creamer. You know, Spreaker could sponsor me, but, you know, whatever, um, because my show is also on Spreaker, and you can find it on iTunes. You know, at Dumb with Dave, you can tweet me at Dumb with Dave, and uh, you know, dumbing it down with Dave at Yahoo.com is an email address. I haven't had an email in two years. I used to beg for emails. I don't beg for emails anymore. Or leave your comments right here in the show section, like my good friend Linda, Linda Irwin from McCall, Idaho, who I think is buried in several feet of uh, uh, snow. She might be uh, either still in McCall, Idaho, you know, producing Awesome Insanity Surface, the podcast, which I strongly recommend for a com- uh, science science fiction comedy or just regular comedy, but it has a sci-fi a taste to it. Um, uh, sci-fi bend, if you're going to talk about sci-fi, it wouldn't be a taste, it would be a bend. It has a bend to it. Um, awesome Insanity Surface, you can find that uh, here on Spreaker too. Awesome Insanity Surfers. It's a great name, I love the name. Uh, and that's uh, Linda Irwin. Look at that, I got Linda and I got Lynn. Two L's that like me. Oh, and they're L's. And Helen. Helen likes me too. She has an L. Wow, that's so, so weird. What's with the L? Because my last name ends in K. Maybe K-L. Hmm. That's interesting. Probably not really, but whatever. So, uh, yeah, she's buried uh, under, like, I don't know how many feet of snow right now. Unless she's, you know, living in the Arctic Circle in, or Antarctica. But that's what it seems like. From the pictures she's posted on Facebook and, uh, not Facebook, uh, Twitter and uh, the videos that she's recently produced. But anyway, uh, let's take a breather. Let's do that. All right, we're going to take three deep breaths. We're going to inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. And uh, we hold it. When we inhale, we hold the breath for a little bit. And we try to make the whole thing last about five or whatever seconds. And we, we try to breathe as deeply as possible. Each breath deeper than the one before. We hold it as long. Maybe the last one will hold a little bit longer until it hurts. And then we'll let it out. Ready? Here we go. Three deep breaths. Go. Wow, that was surprising to me. I didn't think I had that in me. All right. I'm congested, but I still was able to take a deep breath. Here we go. Breath number two. How was it for you? You okay? Don't do it if you don't want to. If it makes you feel bad. You know, it makes you wobbly, weebly. Don't do it. You're dizzy. Here we go. One more. Two more. Two more. Ready to go. Number two. Wow. I got to tell you, that this is making me happy. I'm still going to talk about what I wanted to talk about, but this is making me happy. I couldn't do this uh, six months to a year ago. If you listen to old episodes of Dumbing It Down With Dave, my breaths were not this strong. All right, ready? I don't know if you can tell, but anyway, here we go. Last one. Hold it at the top. Make it hurt. And then, I don't know why, but it seems like a good Marine military thing as a man for me to say. And then we let exhale. Ready? Third one. Go. Wait, wait. (laughs) Third one. Go. Go. 
All right, congratulations. That was very good. Very proud of you. That's very good. Wow, I love it when I feel that rib cage expand. I really do. I love feeling that. I really can feel it. I visualize it, and it makes me think, Dave, you really got to get back to medic medicating, meditation, and uh, you know, healthy life. I got my apple cider vinegar water bottles in my cooler that I refilled. Uh, I got my little green drink that I'm uh, drinking. Uh, it's a tablet, some sort of thing my wife found on QVC. I have no idea if it's good or not. It's like an Alka-Seltzer tablet. You, you know, you crack it in half, you put it in your 20-ounce water bottle, you shake it up, you drink it. It's supposed to give you like a million percents of, uh, you know, good stuff, whatever. Anyway, so we're down to the last five minutes of the show, and I'm finally going to get to it, uh, what the show is really all about, other than me fulfilling my obligation to Mile High Radio, milehiradio.com, and, um, which is good. I, I'm, they're forcing me to do... Um, not then they're not forcing to be the thought that I'm responsible for filling an hour of airtime. I can't just go up and down through and go. I don't feel like doing a show today, which I've done a lot. I'm very organic in that way. I'm not really you know podcast oriented right now. I'm like oh, I have to do a podcast. You know, I'm a podcast. I'm gonna do. And you know what, Dave? You're a truck driver. You're a truck driver. You're gonna be a truck driver for the rest of your life. You'll always be a truck driver. That's what you do. That's what you do best. That's what they pay. That's what the universe has decided for you to do. You just happen to do a podcast. You know, and a few people listen to it. So, don't, you know, I don't feel like I have to do Or maybe if I did uh, a regimented schedule like I wanted to at first, one uh, podcast on the way to work at the beginning of the week, and one podcast at the end of the uh, week uh, on the way back from uh, work uh, where I'm more exhausted. You know, maybe if I would stuck to that, maybe my show would be interesting to hear my perspective on things uh, at the beginning of the week, uh, relatively rested, uh, coming off two or three days off, whatever my two or three days off means. And then doing another show four days later, uh, early morning on the way back, you know, exhausted from working, you know, probably driving a truck for 56 hours, 56 to 60 hours a week. If I've done a fourth day, if I've done a fifth day, then I'd be coming home after 70 hours of work, 72 hours. Yeah, I'd be dead to the world. and I'd be very easily irritable and angry and uh, puzzled and confused. And you'd hear me yawning and uh, be, be horrible. But anyway, that's the original premise of the show. Dumbing it down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Doing a podcast to and from work during my commute. Because otherwise I talk to myself. And if you talk to yourself and people drive by, they think you're crazy. If you're talking to yourself, you're saying the same exact words, but you got a phone in your hand, well, obviously he's in a conversation. If you're talking to yourself, saying the same exact words, and you're talking into a phone, and you're recording a podcast, well, now he's creative. I've gone from insanity to respectable to creative then that's how I roll. And uh, it works for me. Not really, but, you know, somewhat. Anyway, oh, you know what? I don't have my glasses on. Am I at 26 minutes? I can't even see the screen. Oh, my God, it's painful. Oh, 27 minutes. All right, so I got three minutes to burn. Here we go. So, friends, my friends, I have visited and revisited this topic over and over and over again. And I don't know how many listeners I have that enjoy or don't enjoy hearing me talk about my friends or my so-called friends, my friends in quotations, my Facebook friends in quotations, um, you know, my acquaintances, my former friends. Uh, I don't think I really have enemies. I don't think I'm an enemy of anybody. I don't think anybody's really an enemy of me. At 55, maybe I've grown out of that. Is that too old to have enemies? I don't really have a strong political agenda and all that other stuff. So I don't think I have enemies not a fan of Ron Burgundy and his podcast, sucking up the podcast listener world, but whatever. God bless him. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. Like he needs another revenue source. 
Yeah, a little jealousy there, a little anger. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, I have a one really good friend, and that's Mark. And I know it's a little selfish of me, but, you know, he listens to my podcast. He watches my YouTube show. He comments. It took a little training. It took a little training. He didn't, he didn't know that this was something he was supposed to do. And I find that fascinating. I don't think Mark is a liar. Um, he's a, he might be a bit of an embellisher, like we all are. He might not be. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to believe the things he says. Certain things, not all things, very few things. Um, but he's a friend. And, and then I followed it up by, you know, he listens to my podcast and he watches my YouTube channel. He doesn't share. He's not a sharer because he's not really internet-oriented, which is interesting because all my friends all seem to have an excuse and I don't know if that's my age because I'm 55 but they seem to have an excuse why they can't help me out why they can't support the show and I really have said this before I really like to say ugh, I would really like to sit down on it with a piece of paper and a pen and, and a cup of coffee with Reese's Pieces syrup in it and all that other stuff and write down all the excuses and reasons I've heard why people can't support my show Oh, I didn't know. Oh, is it something? What is it on tape? You a cassette? Oh, what do you? Do I need a, a Panasonic tape recorder? What do I need? Uh, is that a party line? Do I crank the knob? How do I get connected? Oh, I thought it was a picture. Oh, oh, that's a oh, that's a video. Oh, is that with the arrow in the middle? Blah, 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 blah. Morons! I have morons for friends. Well, I only got thirty seconds to go. I want to end this at a half an hour, but uh, maybe I'll uh, address this in episode one zero five. Thanks for listening, folks. All right. Got to go. That's that time again. I got to go. I didn't, that I just wet your beak. I wet your beak. All right. I'll, I'll do another episode. We'll talk about my friends. All right. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. Goodrats.com. And great skills. Goodbye.